Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. a fresh week of sports talk what is going on come on in and get heard you know you wanna i say you know you wanna rick tittle with you and uh on the mic for the next three hours taking your calls and uh don't forget to uh send me a text on the hostess twinkie text line which is nine 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 five five nine five nine and get in that way as well. What we do here at Sports Byline, and we've been doing it since the 80s, quite literally, is uh, talking sports. And the great thing about this show, I mean, come on, it's obvious. I'm so... No, it's that I'll talk about any sport you would like. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess, jickers, rugby, cricket, it doesn't matter. Come on in and get heard at 1-800-878-PLAY. That is the number to call, 1-800-878-7529. Do they even have the little letters next to the numbers on phones anymore? I think they do. We used to have something called the number sign, and then the number sign, for some reason, turned into the pound sign. I don't know why. And even more bizarre, that wasn't good enough. Now it's called hashtag so um, I digress. Other ways of listening to this show, sportsbyline.com. Go there. Click listen live. Any emails, rick at sportsbyline.com if you want to send those to me. Also around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. If you're in the military, I'm on your side. And if you're not, you suck. No, uh, I'm just I'm on your side if you're in the military. That's all. And uh, you're doing a great job. I hope you stay safe. I hope you see you at home very, very soon. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. We'll talk about that. We need to talk about the Euros. Uh, we need to talk about Wimbledon. There's a lot of stuff going on, NBA Finals. So uh, we'll do that. And the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. So come on back, y'all. 
Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast-to-coast and border-to-border and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to welcome to the show the very talented Jessica Joan, actress, podcaster, and uh, her podcast is called The Untouchable Jessica Joan. She has a uh, a book that's coming out as uh, well. 
And uh, Jessica, let, let's talk about uh, why you're here, and it has to do uh, with you, uh, you know, exposing, outing NXIVM. And for those people who don't know what that is, can you tell us, please? Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me on, Rick. It's such a pleasure. Um, so, yes, yeah, so Nexium was basically a personal development, ethical, humanitarian program that was supposed to help people um, reach high potentials and high-performing um, aspects of themselves. Um, but it actually was being ran by a psychopath named Keith Ranieri, who was using that to funnel women into this woman's only secret society that when you hear about it or get approached about it, you think it's just a woman's only empowerment program. But what was happening is that they were being groomed to be sex slaves for him to have power and influence as a lot of these women were, women were affluent, um, had influence and yeah, it was just a whole despicable organization. Uh, what was your uh, connection with it? How did you find out? What was the? Uh, what, what, how did you uh, get involved? So for me, I had a really challenging um, upbringing, and so I'm a seeker, you know, doing work on myself and finding ways that I could improve myself. So mm-hmm. that's how I came across the program, which the program itself had some really incredible tools that were really transformative, which is how they hook you. Um, and then later I was, invited into, it was called the VOW or DOS, um, the Women's Only Secret Society by India Oxenberg, um, to join that, thinking that I was going to be in this badass woman boot camp, essentially, to be these powerful lights in the world. There are, um, you know, documentaries on stars and HBO, Seduced, and the VOW. Um, We know that Mr. Ranieri was sentenced to 120 years in, in, in prison, what were some of the things that were sort of dangled in front of you carrot-wise that, uh, you know, outside of your own empowerment, what were some of the things that were so enticing? Well, for me, my narrative and my story is completely different than everyone's out there. Um, I was actually technically the first woman to lead the Women's Only Secret Society, and I didn't get branded, and I also didn't engage in any, you know, extracurricular activities with Keith, but one of the things that they dangled me, um, the little carrot, was I was supposed to start a humanitarian um, business with Keith, which is how they essentially lured me in. A couple more questions for Jessica Joan. How was it, because this is the thing that, that, you know, those of us in the public, we don't, you know, you think, well, geez, this is a, a place that, as you said, sex trafficking, forced labor, racketeering, how good of a liar was this guy, Ranieri? How was he able to get away with it this long? Well, the thing is, they do such high-level manipulation. And what, what uh, the most nefarious part of this is the people that they preyed on, they weren't like weak, lost souls that, you know, a lot of people have these preconceived notions with people that end up in a cult. But they were actually people that went through tough times who wanted to heal themselves and then help other people. But not only that, these courses, you know, they, they weren't cheap. These were, you know, upwards from four to $11,000 for one of the courses, you know, for only a few days. And so they really sought out people that invested in themselves to be better. And so that's why this manipulation was so sinister, 
is because he used people that had really, you know, beautiful lights and big hearts and then used that against them. You know, it was interesting with Ranieri because at the trial, there were times when he said, you know, this is all my fault. I'm here because of me. And, and then he would blame women as well. Do you think that it's still in his mind <laughs> he's guilty? Because was he a guy that started off with good intentions and then things got nefarious? Or was this always going to be a scam? You know, in my personal opinion, in my experience and everything that I've seen, I feel like there is just this really deep level of evil and hatred inside of him that, you know, later on in the courses, you start to see where this curriculum becomes very misogynistic and where there, it's just a very sick manipulation. And he also studied a lot of different things like Scientology or different philosophies to, to use goodness to dangle that in. But really, I believe that he had sinister intentions the whole time. Well, we did hear about um, a woman identified only as the name Camilla, and uh, she was started off uh, being sexually abused by him when she was 15, and he ordered her to always be less than 100 pounds, get an abortion. She said she tried to kill herself. Is that what the podcast is about, helping survivors and um, you know, just talk about it and get through all this? Well, see, for me, it's just, like, I'm not, like, the cult girl. You know, like, my whole narrative is more so, and, like, my messaging is to help people overcome trauma, whether it's something like that, whether it's suicide, whether it's sexual abuse, which, you know, for me, I'm a survivor and thriver from, you know, being sexually abused as well. So the Untouchable Jessica Jones with the podcast covers is not only my own personal stories, but other guests and how they become untouchable, how it doesn't matter how horrible an experience you have, you can get through it. There is another way. And it's, you know, it's not without a lot of work. It's not without a lot of care, but just to help inspire people to get through whatever they're getting through. And um, we can pick it up wherever good podcasts are heard. Is that it? Yeah, it's streaming everywhere. And then um, for people that are really interested in the next game aspect of my story, my book that's um, on pre-sale on my website right now, The Untouchable Jessica Joan, um, it releases on August 31st. And I'm going to be going in-depth to how my life got me to be a person that ended up in next game, but also how those those things and traumas actually helped me get out and hear the full scoop on how everything went down because that's not in the public. Jessica Jones, thank you so much for your time and uh, best of luck in all this. Thank you, Rick. All right, uh, Jessica Jones, everybody. And uh, yeah, kind of a heavy way to start the show, but uh, we'll move into some uh, sporting topics here. We do have a director coming up in about 20 minutes, but uh, the lines are available now. 1-800-878-PLAY and you know, I always wonder <clears throat> these cults, like the the thing that really stuck with me was I was in junior high when they had the People's Temple, and I just remember seeing the newspaper and just seeing, you know, hundreds of dead bodies just laying out, and that's why I never, ever, ever say drink the Kool-Aid. I don't even think people know where that comes from. And it wasn't even Kool-Aid, by the way. It was a cheaper thing. But it's still drink the Kool-Aid means, you know, that's how he killed everybody. So, yeah, I think you got to be my age and maybe from the Bay Area to be turned off by that. 
But that was the same time as the Dan White thing. There was a lot going on. But I just always wonder these, these, uh, you know, <laughs> these Heaven's Gate and David Koresh. I think it's just people who are really, you know, looking for some guidance. And I mean, if you look at this guy Ranieri, I mean, what a dork. That was probably the only way he could get anybody to even touch him was to manipulate him. How about we do this? How about we talk about sports? That sounds like a good idea, Rick, as I say to myself. Come on back. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. 
In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800 That's 800-732-9635. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, 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 how about that? And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in and get heard. 1-800-878-7529. Coming up in the next segment, we will have Michael Messner to talk about his uh, new hockey documentary. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> the European Championships... Um, wrapped up yesterday with the final. It was a huge sports weekend. I mean, Wimbledon was almost uh, an afterthought. Um, I have nothing to say about that stupid fight out, outside of I'm glad that I, I just think that Conor McGregor, I mean, he's a, he's a great promoter and, and he's a, uh, you know, fantastic talent. Uh, but he's all. I think he's one of the most disgusting people in the history of sports. I just, uh, you know, what am I supposed to do? Pretend like I like the guy? Uh, could that skinny little guy beat me up? Yeah, he is a skinny little guy, but he could certainly beat me up in about three seconds. Um, but I think he's. I think he's just despicable, and um, so I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him one penny to watch him, and then the. The jackass breaks his ankle just getting ready to punch somebody. And then he says Poirier had a fake victory. Whatever. That's enough about him. Um, on Saturday, they had the Copa America. Now, when I was a kid, the two teams I hated the most were Italy and Argentina, and they both won this weekend. Um, Argentina, I despised from 86 with that Emilio uh, Burachaga, late goal past Tony Schumacher to beat West Germany. Despise Italy from 1982. That's why in 1990, I'm like, I can't see Germany lose three World Cup finals in a row. Can we please <laughs> just win one? That might have been a little bit too much. Um, but the interesting thing is, is that I was actually rooting for Argentina in that game against Brazil. And the referee from Uruguay, he had quite the time at the Copa America. That's why you only say 1A. Not, or you, in England, it's the Copper America. In uh, America, it would be the Copa America, which I went to one time at Levi's when the USA was a guest team and it only took nine years to park. But the uh, Copa America, as they call it. Championship for Conmebol, which is the area of South America. That's right. Conmebol. They, uh, they actually 
um, had the, the two biggies there, Brazil and La Argentina. And the reason I was rooting for Argentina is because there was a Tottenham player who actually started, Giovanni Lo Celso. And I think about Mauricio Pochettino, who I love. He played for Argentina. In fact, he gave up the penalty to Michael Owen in the World Cup back in the day. Um, I think about, you know, Eric Lamella, longtime Argentine, Ozzy Ardiles, Ricky Villa, um, others. Who was the other guy, the fullback? Ah, I'm forgetting his name now. Mauricio Tarico, that's it. <clears throat> Tano was his nickname. I don't know why. Mauricio Tano. So there have been some argy bargies that have been uh, tied to uh, Tottenham, but also it was just for Lionel Messi, who never won anything for Argentina. And I know it's hard when you only get one chance every two years and you're going up against mm, Earth. So I know it's not easy, the whole planet. <laughs> but one of the reasons that a lot of Argentines won't mention him in the same vein as Diego Armando Maradona is because he never won anything. And Maradona, of course, won the World Cup with the hand of God over Peter Shilton in Mexico 86. And um, <clears throat> so I was actually rooting for Messi. I've told the story before. I was in an elevator with Messi at the Intercontinental Hotel over on Howard Street. Barcelona was in town. I got to ask Messi a question about Ibrahimovic leaving and Samuel Eto'o, the Cameroon striker, coming in. Didn't understand his answer. He was like, Ooh. Pep Guardiola was there. Three cups, European Cup, La Liga Cup, Copa del Rey. And the game was going to be a candlestick. And as I'm leaving, the lady goes, I have one parking pass left for candlestick. Anybody want it? And I turned around. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. So I turned around. Went back to get it. Got in the elevator. The door's closing. Messi jumps in. It's just me and him. He's so teeny. He's a little guy. Rode down the elevator, and then he's walking down the street, and the throng of people out there can't believe he's walking by himself with no bodyguards or anything. And I was walking, like, with him for, I don't know, a block because I was going the same direction. People probably thought I was his agent or something. And these ladies are like, what's going on? I said, that's the most famous soccer player in the world. And they're like, oh, my gosh. I know. No one knows. <clears throat> but it was, um, you know, it was about time the guy won something. He's retired from Argentina twice. Remember, he lost the World Cup final, and he's like, that, that's it. I can't take it anymore. But I'll say this about Maradona, that he never won the uh, Copa America. Um. Obviously, Messi has more goals. He's been more successful. He hasn't had the meltdowns like Maradona did in Napoli or going to Cuba for surgery or shooting reporters with a BB gun. And I can go on and on about how crazy Maradona's been. You know, Messi married his hometown girlfriend that he grew up with who happens to be gorgeous. And, you know, he's just, he's a different cat. He's a different cat. And I'm not a messy fan. Like, I don't think, oh, I'm putting posters up on him. But I'm not going to deny he's one of the best players of all time. All time. Especially at that size, what he's been able to do. So, anyway, that's my two cents on the Copa America. And I'm going to need a little more time to get into the Euros. But uh, we have Vince on the horn. Vince is in Lafayette. What's going on, man? Uh, I'm laughing. Um, I say go Italian to the late. 
yeah, it's nice to have a multiple heritage. You could always root for one of them. Right. So uh, they um, beat the Brits, and that had to be tough because Britain's always good at soccer. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Britain. It wasn't the Brits. It was just the English. What's the difference between the British and the English? The, the Brit. The, no, it's okay. British is Scottish, English, Northern Ireland, and Wales. Those are the Brits. So that's like the Olympics and the United Nations. That's Great Britain or the United Kingdom. These were just English. They're also Brits, but they were just the English Brits. Oh, that's kind of unfair for Olympics. You think they could knight them all and help them out? <laughs> so that's that's not fair. I mean, that's that's like break up the United States and we don't get a, uh, uh, all the. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of yeah, other countries think it's lame that the United Kingdom basically gets four votes with FIFA. Yeah. But I don't know. It's uh, I mean, I, I, my heart's always with England too. I mean, it's our mother country, so it's not like I'm stepping on England. I mean, hell, we don't. I mean, I we got the earthquakes. That's like comparing um, Major League Baseball with college baseball, I guess. I mean, it's, uh, so we're not. We can't even hold a candle for those guys. But it, you know, I just. I mean, I just, I thought Italy was the underdog because I always think of uh, um, England as uh, superior in soccer. I, I always. They have the um, for a lot. Of, I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert like you in soccer, but from what I see from watching the Premier League, England looks really good. I mean, uh, that's, that's why I thought it was an upset. Did you think that was an upset, or did you think Italy? No, Italy. Italy was the favorite, even because Italy hadn't lost in 33 games. They have, you know, six titles. England has one. It was. Uh, I mean, look, England had everything going for them. They were at home and. But uh, no, Italy is always always ahead of England in soccer. Okay, I'm learning something. I mean, that's why again. Oh, I want to tell you something else. Uh, my put a little feather in your cat. Uh, my wife always tells me that I, I, the other radio station used to work. I always have to shut it off or put the headphones on. And she, she's every other day working at home. She's not here today. But uh, so I was. Um, you know, put your show on in the beginning. She thought you were kind of, uh, you know, conceited or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was telling her I was all tongue in cheek, but because your mobile interest, she actually really likes your show. She allows me to keep it on. So that's I thought you like that because I'm, I'm not sure how many females you have listening to you, but she actually likes your show. I think that's the only one. Like. But no, I'm just kidding. No, uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> and and I'm, uh, you know, look, I can. If I sounded conceited, that was probably on me, not her, or else I was just joking. So it's all good. No, no, it's joking. It's your tongue-in-cheek, you know, your stuff that you put on. Like, mm-hmm. And I was telling her, I go, that's tongue-in-cheek. Oh, Rick Tittle you know, is a majestic stallion, all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what you... So I was telling her it's tongue-in-cheek, and once you get to know him, you'll realize. And then I told her you you have so much mobile talent, um, mobile interest, that, you know, she likes it, because she, you know, she was originally from Russia. We've been married for, like, 30, almost 30 years now. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time. Great. But, uh, yeah, so she has a European flavor. Um, that uh, so she, when you talk about Europe a lot, she likes that. Yeah. So anyway, I got about twenty. I got about twenty seconds. You got anything else, buddy? Yeah, I wanted to say something else. I just hope the Warriors keep their picks. I'd be really upset if they wind up trading for Lillard or anybody else, a Sixers player. I just think their picks because they're going to dismantle their um, their rest of their teams. And Wiseman, I think, is going to be a stud. That's why I hope. I don't know if you disagree with me on that, but I think Wiseman's really going to be a stud in two years. I hope the Warriors uh, are patient. Yeah, I do too. Anyway, hey Vince, thanks for the compliments and the call, man. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, take care. Bye-bye. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back, y'all. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Don't fear larger, more established competitors. Remember, you're introducing new products into the market because there is a need for them. You have something that your competition lacks. Many older companies are still hesitant or unwilling to shift their businesses online, leaving the door open for small businesses to win their customers and capture market share at a fraction of the cost. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. So, how can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible. Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now, get $10 off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $50 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N73, valid in store and online. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious!
Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to uh, welcome to the show film director Michael Messner. Uh, his uh, new documentary, uh, award-winning, it's called First Year Checking. It is available now on demand. And for a lot of people, uh, Michael, you know, growing up here in California, we didn't have hockey when I was a kid in the 70s. But there was a certain point where uh, when we played baseball, you went from your, you know, now they have T-ball, but, you know, your mom and dad would kind of pitch it underhand. And then you went fast pitch with a hard ball, and it was kind of a big transition for a lot of people who don't know with, with hockey you start off no one's checking and so there's a debate especially now with all the uh you know a medical um, proof of uh, brain trauma and other things when do you introduce checking to youth hockey players and that was sort of the basis of this book right or a documentary well, i should say that's exactly right and and, and you couldn't have teed it up more more perfectly i've been involved with hockey for 40 years, okay? And, and in my mind, every documentary kind of takes you into a place where you, where you wouldn't normally go or you wouldn't normally see. So I've been involved with hockey for 40 years. My daughter's playing hockey with boys. And then all of a sudden, she says, okay, I'm going to play with the boys for another. And I say, okay, I don't really think much of it. And she's slammed into this world of Czech hockey where there are grown men at age 13. We know how that goes, mm -hmm. 13 and 14, going up against my 12-year-old daughter. And it was really eye-opening. And I was like, there's, there's something here. And, and kids were obviously getting concussed and injured and hurt and growing up. So there's a lot of good to it. There's a lot of weird things that happens. It, it, gave, it gave my daughter more confidence than I think she had before. But then I said, okay, my son's coming up in two years. He's going to hit this world. He's a little smaller. He's a little less confident than she is. He's not as good of a skater. He could be in danger here. Um, and with, with my daughter Cecilia's uh, team, they had two kids actually quit the game after the year who were really talented, who had put so much time into it. And if you're trying to grow the game, I thought to myself, there's something, there's got to be a different answer here. There's got to be more eyes on this. And uh, like I said, being involved in hockey for this long, I didn't know about this. I didn't know that, okay, bam, it's switched on. And, and when I was growing up, they just let us loose on each other. And in a lot of ways that was better because when you first started, when you're seven years old, you're, you're a little more malleable, it seems. It seems like you can take those hits a little bit better. Nobody really ha has that testosterone. They're trying to kill you. So is that the answer? Or it, it, it's a really interesting thing. And I had a, I had a, a great team that I followed for a year uh, with my camera while I was trying to coach them. Um, but it turned out to be a really, a really neat film. Um, that I'm really proud of. So you, you can see it on Vimeo On Demand. You just search first-year checking, and it'll pop right up for you. Michael, what was the pushback like from a sport that's so ingrained? I mean, it's the only sport where you can fight, and the refs will wait till somebody goes down on, on the ice. So the people who say, look, Michael, uh, this is a sport for tough, for tough kids and, um, you know, don't want to hear your whining and complaining. If you can't take it, you know, go play tennis. So what was that pushback like? It's, it's pretty hard. Uh, it is pretty hard, but I answer the questions honestly. I mean, mm -hmm. my, I, I knew it more than anyone, 
the dangers of it. And I knew that my son was vulnerable and I put him in that situation. So uh, I know the dangers, um, but I still think it, it, it needs to be fixed. It needs to be looked at closer. It needs to be either brought in more gradually um, or uh, you just can't turn that switch on. I'm actually in a tournament up here in Boston and now my son's team is the older team and we have a kid who's 200 pounds and he's going up against a kid who's a 2008 who's 98 pounds. So the, the, the there's, so it, and luckily the, the 200 pound kid is not, you know, he's not, doesn't have the bad kind of testosterone where he really wants to show his muscle and might, but kids can be really injured. Last year, my team, we had three broken hands in the first month of the season. We had a bunch of concussions. We had, it, it, there's, you're, you're putting the kids at a weird risk, um, and there's a way to protect it and still grow it. I think, the, I think the, you really want to grow this game because it's in places like California now. It's in places like Texas. It's in Florida. It could really take off here, but it, it, you cannot start the game of hockey if you're a youngster. You cannot start at age 13. You just can't start playing at that age because – if you can't skate, you're going to get absolutely punished out there. And I think, I think the United States might want to look at what Canada did. Um, you think about the, what their mentality usually is, is the toughness and what Canada's all about and their players and how fantastic they are. But they took the hitting out of, in Ontario at least, they took the checking out of the, the divisions that aren't as highly skilled. So there's in hockey, there's triple A, double A, single A. Triple A is the highly skilled kids, and then it goes on down. So at double A and single A, they don't have it. They they don't allow the checking to happen. Now I don't. I think that might be a little drastic, but I think the United States is a little bit behind in that, and they they need to look at it a little bit better. And if you allow me to go in just for one more second, the referees have a really difficult job too, going into this checking at age age 13 because they have to look at all there's only two of them and in the nhl there's four reps it seems like it, it might be backwards you might need more eyes on these young kids and make sure that oh there was a head hit we better take that kid out and really take care of him instead the referee has to look at all sides he has to look at icing he has to listen to the fans yelling at him the, the players talking to him he might not see a kid get hit in the head and he might not want to fill out the report. I'm a referee myself. Sometimes there's a high hit. I hate to say it, but you don't want to fill out the report. So it's there's something we have to look at a little bit deeper um, than we are now, than rather, rather than just turning on a switch and letting these kids just get blasted. Maybe it's earlier. Maybe it's later. I don't know the answer, but I think we've got to look into it a little bit deeper. So that's, that's what we did as we documented the year, and just we just let you see what happens with these players as they go through that year, first year of checking. A couple more questions for director Michael Messner, the movie First Year Checking, available now from Awesome Films. Um, you know, listen, in uh, pugilism, we go by weight class. We don't go by age. Is there anything to say that 200-pound kids should only be playing against 200-pound kids? Has anybody looked into that? That's a brilliant point, right? It's brilliant. I mean, they do it in football, obviously, Maybe we should look into that uh, for hockey. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea. You have the weigh-ins. You have, you, yeah, you could. It maybe the age isn't the answer. Maybe it is 
okay, you weigh from 80 to 90 or 80 to 100, you're in this group, 100 to 120, you're in this group. That's that's a great idea. I mean, I, I didn't even think of that one, and I've been studying this for a few a few years now. I mean, that's a that's a that's a great thought, and and obviously you're right. They do it in football. Why why? So and they have enough problems there. So that's a that's a great idea. I remember. Let's do it. Okay, good. All you can call it the Rick Tittle method. Um, yeah. <laughs> I remember when uh, Scott Hamilton won the gold medal uh, in figure skating. And his dad told the story about, cause his dad threw him into hockey when he was a little kid and they, and the guy, the hockey coach said he's small. He has no idea how to stick handle, but he's the most amazing skater I've ever seen in my life. Maybe you might want to get him into figure skating uh, instead. Now that worked out for Scott. Obviously he was an Olympic <laughs> champ, but there are a lot of kids out there. Obviously that we don't know who's going to be, I mean, no one's going to be Gretzky, but we don't know who's going to be good and who's going to get a college scholarship. They're just there uh, for, you know, as you say, building up confidence, building up teamwork and learning how to lose, learning how to win. But how many of those kids out there getting checked really have no business being on the ice, you think? It, it is, it is uh, higher than you think and higher than it should be, um, especially at those AA levels. I did not, you know, if I had followed the double A and single A levels, um, which I did a little bit, you, that's where you see the vulnerable kids, where the kids who can't skate as well are going up against a kid who might have been able to play at a higher level but just wants to play at that level, and he can really do damage. He or she can really do damage to the, to the small, smaller, more vulnerable players. And, yeah, that – you're right on that's it's such a good point and it, we should make a movie about it oh wait we did <laughs> but it's uh it, you know it's I, I still have so many feelings and thoughts about it um and i i think that i hopefully it'll shine a little bit of light on it and there'll be a couple more eyes on it and we'll keep keep trying to better the game um just to just to give you an example, coaches have to go through these checking clinics um, to try to teach checking every year. It's not it's not what it should be. Um, it's in a it's in a lobby of a hotel usually, and there's two guys bumping up against each other, and they kind of say, "Okay, here's a, here's what you do in your position. Here's how you do this, and now you go teach that coaches." So there there are parent coaches all over the country who are now supposed to be the experts and teach checking to these kids in a few days or in some cases not at all right before that those first hits happen those first damaging hits can happen so i mean i give a lot of lot of credit to all the kids who do it even the bigger tougher ones it is you it is there's a bravery to it there's a courage to it I really admire the way my daughter handled it, and especially my son handled it, Grayson. I mean, he was—he was—he's so small. He's still a smaller kid, and you know, he's not looking to kill people, but he's—he's he's overcome that fear, and that's why I don't want it eliminated either. Because you see such a growth, you see so—I don't want to say a toughness, but it's a confidence that all of these kids carry after they make it through that first or second year of checking. So, cause a lot of times it, it takes a lot more time. 
No, there's no doubt. I mean, I remember I was 14 the first time I played tackle football in high school, and every day I wanted to quit because I couldn't believe how much it hurt, and I didn't, and I ended up playing in college. I But you just you do get that confidence once you survive because you're – you're just a kid, and you don't know if you're tough. You know you have to kind of prove it to yourself. We've been speaking with Michael Messner, director of the new documentary First Year Checking. Been at so many uh, film festivals, award-winning. It's from Awesome Films, and it is available now on demand. Michael, congratulations on the film, and thanks for stopping by. Oh, thanks for the time. It's been a pleasure. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income, and it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. 
Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for interrupt that. me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Thank you for that. And uh, I'll get into the Euros. We've got another couple hours to go here. Lines are open. 1-800-878-PLAY. MLB draft. Ridiculous coincidences, plural, in Oakland <laughs> over the draft. Um, but, uh, you know, when I was thinking about the uh, final yesterday... Um, one of my friends in England, Sergio, um, he's a little older than me. He's from Italy, but he's lived in England since the late 80s. Um, and But, you know, he would all, it's always about Italia, Italia. And I was thinking, well, you know, I know he's rooting for Italy, and I know that's one guy that's happy. What I didn't know was that he was going to be on the cover of just about every... Italian newspaper and English newspaper as well. Um, I've already seen eight newspapers that he's, uh, well, actually a friend sent to all of us. He was too shy. But it's basically um, him with the Italian flag on his forehead because he was at Wembley. And it said, you know, a thousand Italian fans uh, got to go to the match. He didn't have to worry about quarantining, uh, you know, the whole thing about 12 hours in, 12 hours out, because the U.K. is no longer a member of Europe. Brexit. <coughs> Stupid idea. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> little did he know that he would be representing the entire Italian crowd and Corella della Sport and all these other great Italian publications, and it's just too weird to see his face on the cover of all this stuff after known the guy for 20 years anyway we'll get into it we got two more hours i'm rick tittle come on back Radio News with Lance Pride. Pfizer is reporting it plans to meet with U.S. health officials Monday to discuss their request for federal authorization of a third dose of its COVID-19 vaccine. President Biden's chief medical advisor has acknowledged it is likely that additional booster shots will be needed. 
In Britain, Sunday night, three black players who missed penalty kicks for England in the decisive European Championship shootout against Italy were called racist names online. The English Football Association issued a statement condemning the language used against the players. Thousands of demonstrators went out on the streets in several Cuban cities to protest ongoing food shortages and overall higher prices amid new coronavirus lockdowns on the communist island. Cuban officials blame the United States for the unrest. California firefighters continue to contain the largest wildfire in California this year, while state power operators urge people to conserve energy after a huge wildfire in Oregon took out three major power lines. USA Radio News. America's military is under attack from the woke anti-Christian far left. Even our top generals are ignoring the threat. Now, Grant Stinchfield exposes the real dangers. Tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on Newsmax. Stinchfield and Newsmax are telling you the truth about the far left's real agenda and Joe Biden's policies. That's why millions are tuning into Stinchfield and Newsmax. And Newsmax is the only major news network carrying President Trump's rallies live. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your operator doesn't carry it, call them, tell them you want it, or you can switch. Watch Newsmax on most streaming systems like Roku, Samsung, LG, Pluto, Zumo, and more. Plus, download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching now. Newsmax has become one of America's biggest news networks, as Americans like you switch to a trusted news source. Every weeknight, watch great shows with Grant Stitchfield, Greg Kelly, Cortez and Pellegrino, Rob Schmidt, and a lot more. Newsmax is real news. Watch it. Britain is to ease COVID-19 restrictions. Brad Bernards reports. The UK government is confident that plans to lift a range of COVID-19 restrictions will go ahead on July 19th in England, but mask wearing in indoor enclosed places will be expected, Vaccine Minister Nadim Zahawi said on Sunday. Prime Minister Boris Johnson detailed proposals earlier this week to eliminate a series of rules on mask wearing, social contact, and the instruction to work from home. The leaders of the United States and Germany will meet this week. Dan Naraki reports. President Biden will meet with German Chancellor Angela Merkel this week at the White House. The two are expected to focus talks on the withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan, the COVID-19 pandemic, and a recent surge in cyber attacks. It could be Merkel's final visit to Washington as Germany's leader. She said she plans to step down following elections in September after more than 16 years in power. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau. I'm Dan Naraki. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Look, bud, I said your money or your life. I'm thinking it over. The Great Gildersleeve. Yeah. The new Edgar Bergenauer with Charlie McCarthy. Now, if you say help me, I'll mow you down. Three hours a day, seven days a week of the greatest radio shows of all time. Classic radio theater. Available on many of these radio stations or available on demand anytime at any podcast app by searching USA Classic Radio Theater. USA Classic Radio Theater. With the Delta variant of COVID-19 taking hold in a few American states, those that are not vaccinated are taking the biggest risk. Dan Rocky from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau explains. Arkansas is one of the areas experiencing an uptake in COVID cases with the spread of the Delta variant of the virus, having reported more than 1,000 new cases per day for the last several days. It also has one of the lowest vaccination rates in the country, with just over a third of the state's residents fully vaccinated. Governor Asa Hutchinson has pushed residents to get vaccinated in the last few weeks and tells ABC's This Week about the further efforts he's taking to try to combat hesitancy to the vaccine in his state. We're working very hard to 
uh, go to that population through the employer, through trusted advisors such as the clinics, making sure they have the information and overcoming the hesitancy or just the simply we're putting it off approach. Uh, I've started community conversations, going to cities. I'll be in six cities next week in Arkansas, simply talking about what are the concerns, what are the uh, community ideas to how we can do this better in terms of increasing that population and their vaccination rate. China's military said it drove away a United States warship that it said illegally entered Chinese waters near the disputed Parcel Islands on Monday. The United States Navy's 7th Fleet said the Benfold had asserted navigational rights and freedoms in the vicinity of the Parcel Islands, consistent with international law. I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh, my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call, 1-800-878-7529. Just a little bit more, I was talking about the... uh, the Washington football team and some of the early favorites, Red Tails, Red Hawks, Americans, we'll see about it. But they had a clear acknowledgement that the word Warriors was very too uh, too closely aligned with any Native American uh, theme out there. <clears throat> Which I wonder if that gives impetus to point at the Warriors out here and say, ah, they won't touch it. Why don't you get rid of it? But the president, once again, this guy Wright, he went on. We have 89 years of history in this league and failing to acknowledge our past use of native imagery in the consideration of the new name wouldn't be mindful of the individuals and communities that were hurt by the previous name. We've made significant changes in our organization and our culture and our new name must reflect these changes. To that end, we will choose an identity that unequivocally departs from any use of or approximate linkage to Native American imagery. 
I know this may be disappointing for some folks, but as I've said many times before, our new identity should unite us. It should bring us together the way this team comes together on the football field and the way that we have seen our fans come together and proudly support our DMV community. Now it's that last part there. Our DMV community, that's the Department of Motor Vehicles, isn't it? What else could that mean? District of Columbia, Columbia, Maryland, Virginia. I guess that would be it. All right, I figured it out. Never mind. I guess I just never heard that term before. I thought it was always a place where you went for six hours of pain. The house of sadism. All right, uh, big shout-out to our brave men and women listening on American Forces Radio Network. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, and the Stitcher app. So come on back. Let's do it. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. 
empower your passions for less during Dell's exceptional Black Friday in July event. Enjoy up to $400 off high-performance Dell XPS laptops and desktops, along with next-level Alienware systems, all powered by Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on stunning Dell monitors, top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 800-BY-DELL. That's 800-BY-DELL. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right. Thank you. Welcome back to the show. Open lines this segment and the one after the next one. So come on in, 1-800-878-PLAY. I was talking about the Major League Draft and the first round. As I say, don't get too excited about it when I was just talking about the first round five years ago, and there are like three players worth talking about <laughs> that first round so far. But uh, not to go through the entire list, but some notable names. Kumar Rocker, he was probably the most, famous prospect in this whole draft because he's about as physical as they come, you know, six foot five, two fifty, just absolute devastating slider, Vanderbilt pitcher. Um apparently they're saying that he's got no change up and his mechanics, uh his slot is all wrong and they think his durability won't last. It's just just watch the guy pitch. I mean, as I said before, didn't we learn our lesson with Lincecum not to just judge a guy like that? I mean, Lincecum was the Heisman winner, the golden spikes of baseball. And you're going to go, mm, I don't know. I remember um, I did a Chronicle Live outside the Giants at Willie Mays Plaza. It was Greg Papa and Damon Bruce and I, and during a break, we were going to bring in Chris Lincecum to be our guest in the fourth chair. And I was talking to him during the commercial about Lincecum, uh, his son, Tim, because he sort of taught him that delivery. And I said, um, I said the word violent. I go, that's a violent delivery. He goes, no, 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 no. It's not a violent delivery. It's a quick delivery. I'm like, all right, sorry. Use the wrong nomenclature there. Uh, Kamar Rocker is a big name. He's going to the Mets. Actually saw the video of the GM and giving him the call. That's always kind of fun. Um, the Giants went with the College World Series MVP. I mean, what's wrong with that? You know, that's like watching March Madness and taking the MVP of the national championship. Mississippi State pitcher. And I think about Mississippi State players in the past. Will Clark, right? Um Jeff Brantley, maybe you don't want to remember that one. Rafael Palmero, all three of those guys played together at Mississippi State. I know Palmero doesn't seem like he would, huh? But uh, this guy, Will Bednar, he's a right-handed pitcher. And um, they say already middle-of-the-rotation potential. So that would be a pick well um, used. But uh, let's go. Well, first of all, it's always worth mentioning who did the Yankees take. They took a shortstop out of eastern Illinois, 
and uh, apparently owned the Ohio Valley Conference, a shortstop named Trey Sweeney. But the guy who they say is the next Derek Jeter. Actually, I was watching the um, all the people, the Jim Callises and the Harold Reynoldses of the world, and they said, uh, Harold Reynolds says that the A's pick is the next Alex Bregman. It's a bit much. The next Derek Jeter, that's a bit much as well. But they drafted a guy you probably heard named Max Muncy. We talked about him last week. I said he was going by Maxwell Muncy. I said, this is the guy the A's will pick because Billy Bean can't stop picking guys named Max Muncy. They took a guy in 2012 out of Baylor named Max Muncy. Flip those last two numbers around. 2021, they take a shortstop out of Thousand Oaks High School down there in Ventura County named Max Muncy. Here's the craziest part. Same birthday, August 25th. It's insane that the same team, the same guy's name, same birthday. Coincidence? I think not, but <laughs> now I saw a lot of Dodger fans tweeting out, can't wait for the A's to ruin his development and then send him to the Dodgers. Can't wait to have your next Max Muncie, Oakland. Okay, that's fine. And by the way, Max Muncie, I don't look as a guy who got away. You know, there are sometimes you cut a guy and then he develops. You know, when the A's traded Jose Rijo, they didn't think that he'd be beating them in the World Series three years later, but they got Dave Parker, who won a World Series with the A's, so I'm not mad about it. You know, there's sometimes, you know, you give up on John Smoltz to get Doyle Alexander or to get... Who is that schmuck reliever to get, you know, Jeff Bagwell? There there are certain times, is that Larry Anderson? There are certain times you think that's the one that got, when they cut Max Muncy, they gave him more than enough chances. He was pathetic. He really stunk. So good for him. He's a nice guy. And by the way, this new Max Muncy has better hair. You can look at my Twitter feed or my uh, Facebook page, Tiddling Sports with Rick Tittle. If you go to, actually, I went to, I guess I have an account on uh, Facebook, I don't have really a page. And I saw that there were messages from three years ago. And some of them, like Dave Lewis at KCBS asked me a question. He just thinks I ignored him for three years. I saw one from a year ago from Christopher Kane asking me some. He probably thinks I'm an ass who ignored him too. <laughs> so... Anyway, um, there's a picture of the new hair kid, and then there's a picture of me and Chris Townsend interviewing Max Muncy at a fan fest from, what is that, six, seven, eight years ago? I don't know what it was. But this kid, Muncy, um, now here's the thing. I love his film. His film looks really good. Not like the kid who uh, everyone thought would be number one overall, uh, Marcelo Mayer, who's also at L.A., Shortstop, but uh, yeah, I'm fine with. It. I mean, the the um, I think what's cool is the guy they took last year, um, Taylor Soderstrom, Tyler Soderstrom, was California Baseball Player of the Year, and he's going to the Futures Game this year, which is really cool. And Max Muncy was Southern California Baseball Player of the Year. Take that, Marcelo Meyer. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people think that he's. Might not stick at shortstop, but other people think they, that he will. Look, the A's are so dying for a shortstop. They don't have anything in their system. Now you can say, well, what about uh, Nick, uh, not Nick Young, Nick Allen? Yeah, well, Nick Allen's the best glove. It's just 
can he hit is the uh, question. Um, but uh, rounding out, you know, you think about um, the the whole question between college pros and and college and high school, and there was a thing once where Billy Bean was basically always took a college guy. He just always did. And they're like, why? It's like, well, because we want these guys to come up in like one or two years, and then we get rid of them in one or two years. <laughs> we don't want to put six years into development and then call them up for two years. Uh, there was also another prep shortstop named Jackson Merrill from Maryland, who uh, went to the uh, the Padres, and you might say, why would they draft a shortstop when they have Fernando Tatis and they signed him to two million years for five billion dollars? Everybody's a shortstop. The the Rays took this guy Carson Williams. He's a shortstop from Torrey Pines. Everybody's a shortstop, right? That's just the way it is. The White Sox took a high school shortstop, Colson Montgomery, and. Um, He's uh, 20, by the way. How he's in high school at 20, I don't know, unless he flunked third grade twice. Um, <laughs> hey, it can happen. Uh, the Marlins took a high school shortstop out of North Carolina. Um, and then you wonder, like, whatever happened to the good old UCLA shortstop like Brandon Crawford was? Oh, the Reds said we'll take him. That was Matt McLean. And uh, you might remember the name because he was selected 25th overall by the Diamondbacks when he was a senior in high school, and he didn't sign. How about that? First-round pick, no, I'll go to college. And three years later, he went from 25th overall up to 17 overall. So maybe he even got a little education there, too, so it worked out for him so far. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Bio. I'm a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. 
What do you have to lose? You can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. I think a lot of weird things. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to welcome to the show uh, co-film directors R.H. Stavis and Catherine Fisher. They're here to talk about their new short, which is having its world premiere at L.A. Shorts International Film Festival. It's a horror film called Posies. Uh, let's start with you, Catherine. Uh, first of all, the name, of course, it it sounds kind of nice. Posies, nothing's wrong with that. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the plot, please. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, R.H. Davis here, uh, Rachel, she was actually the writer as well. Um, and we were we were driving along in the car, and she kind of pitched me this idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's actually, you know, in the last, what, well, five years now, We've seen a lot of uh, things coming to the surface that have always been here society-wise, you know, all of this darkness that made its way. Um, and I wanted to do something that kind of captured that idea in a more intimate manner where it was, you know, somebody dealing with actually transforming from the inside out into something ugly based on, you know, what we've deemed okay, you know, society-wise all our lives. So it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's Rachel, is it? 
Yes. Can I ask you, because I know J.K. Rowling goes with that because uh, the, her publisher said no boy is going to buy a book by someone named Jane. So she started going by <laughs> J.K. Yes. Oh, it's and, funny. And, and Rachel really Davis has such a nice ring to it. Why do you go R.H.? Okay. <laughs> no, I, I started writing horror back in the day. I'm, I'm an old woman now. And I started writing horror back in the day when it really wasn't acceptable for women to do so. Mm. So I found a lot of my stories were getting rejected. And if I turned them back in under initials, they would be accepted. Same thing, huh? Wow. Yeah. All right. So um, when you, uh, Catherine, make a movie that's going to be about, you know, 15 minutes long, you, I just figure there's so much you have to cut out of it. Every single second has to be poignant. So how hard is that as a director? It's really hard. Um, from the writing to the directing, it's, it's, you have such little real estate to work with to tell a story that people can actually be understand and then get engaged with the characters with and uh, you know go through what would be a typical three-act structure within a 15-minute time frame. It's really difficult, which is why... Um, we put a lot of emphasis, you know, in, in casting and making sure we had the right cast with Anna and Andy so that a lot of the things that we were trying to convey within the story could also be done visually uh, through their kind of more nuanced, subtle acting, um, but also visually in terms of uh, the camera work and the production design and how much of the story can we pack in just from a quick glance that people already know a lot of what's going to or, or know where they're at within the story um, really quickly, like immediately as you get into the scene. Um, but it's difficult. And writing it, I think, is, is honestly the, the hardest part of it. And yeah, it, it, yeah right. <laughs> go ahead. No, I was just saying it, it's difficult to write. So, you know, coming from film and television, with you, a lot, you have a lot of space to work with. 14 minutes was uh, pretty difficult. <laughs> No doubt. And I would think, too, well, I just had somebody on last week who they they took their short and they made it into a feature. Is there any prospect of that? Uh, yeah. So I actually wrote uh, a feature called Wires. It's a bit different, but it's still kind of in this body horror image, you know, uh, thing. And uh, I am hoping, hoping that we are going to be making Wires next. And that's kind of what Posies was based on. Yeah, Posey's actually, it's funny because you usually kind of make a short film and then you're like, oh, we'll make it into a feature. And we actually, we did it the other way around. We we had wires as a feature we wanted to make or we want to make. Uh, and then we uh, Rachel conceived of the story that used a lot of the same elements. So it's not necessarily a proof of concept exactly, but it's a proof of the world and the kind of body horror that's in it and also the style and the look. Um, so we actually did it the opposite way. Um, but yeah, we do have a feature we want to make. We're just looking for funding at the moment. Rachel, how hard is it, even with you working with a friend or someone you know, to have two people in charge? Because a lot of times that's a recipe for disaster. You know, we didn't know how that was going to go, honestly, because <laughs> you're right. It totally is. Um, but I think we, we did really well because we had similar sensibility. And the way that we saw things, if you will, was really similar. So, um, you know, how I wanted something to look, Kate also seemed to be going in that direction. So it was, I won't say easy, <laughs> but um, easier than it would be with someone else. Well, Catherine, that's the thing is that she's the writer, so she can say, look, I want it this way. And then you go, yeah, but cinematically it's not going to work. You're going to have to change it. Did you ever get anything like that? 
Oh, yeah, all the time. I mean, we, we talked through a lot of stuff, yeah. But honestly, you know, like she said, we we had a similar vision for it. So, you know, if I had an idea and I threw it at her, she, you know, typically usually liked it. <laughs> and, and we kind of rolled with it and vice versa. So, it, you know, it, it I think in another situation or with another person, that wouldn't necessarily happen. But we were able to, to make it work, I think, pretty seamlessly. Couple more questions for co-directors Rachel Stavis and Catherine Fisher. The movie uh, Posies at L.A. Short. So the synopsis says, Rachel, as people begin to devolve into monsters, one woman attempts to hide her transformation by placing flowers under her skin. Where did you come up with this? I've never heard this before. Yeah, so you know, back in the, the plague days, uh, people carried posies with them to mask the smell of decay, and I've always been weirdly fascinated with that idea. Hmm. Um, and so I thought, what if you actually were, you know, literally coming apart at the seams with something coming out of you so the decay is actually inside while you're still walking around, which is a crazy concept. And then you used the, the posies in a way where you pocketed them, if you will, into the skin um, to mask that smell of decay as you're still alive. It's very interesting. And Catherine, how has it been for you uh, over the years, especially in the horror genre, which is predominantly male? Has it uh, been easy and people been very accepting or was maybe like a little pushback like, uh, I thought you were a girl. Why are you doing horror? Honestly, I'm new to horror. This is my first uh, foray into the genre space. So um, I'm going to find out. So we'll find out. But, uh, you know, Rachel's been in it actually for a while and I'm sure has had some experiences that are. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, I think it was a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was considered a very male situation. Now it's getting a lot better. I, I can't say it's 100% there, but I think we have more women in horror now than we've ever had or at least accepted um so it's a it's good timing i think it's changing very good and rachel the cast with anna and andy why were they the right ones oh you should speak on that i mean you know we met with anna first and it was kind of an immediate reaction when we when when rachel wrote the character we didn't have necessarily she didn't have a specific ethnicity or race uh, or even gender presentation, just a, a female dating a cis male. And um, having, when we met Anna, she brought something to it that I think just even just in our conversations let us know that we would have someone who would bring a subtlety um, and a, a, a humanity to the character that um, we hadn't really seen uh, in talking to other actors. Um, so she was kind of a no-brainer, um, and then she was really open to working with us to make it uh, work for her in terms of um, that first scene, like how she'd be getting ready, like what she would be doing. Um, so she was super collaborative and just obviously just a phenomenal actor. And with Andy, um, he really actually came in kind of a little last minute. We um, we we just had a conversation with him as well, really, and, and he just kind of uh, embodied what we were looking for, um, looked the part, obviously, but also had a had a chemistry with Anna that was really, um, it, it was already kind of complex. So it, you had that, that subtle complexity between them uh, immediately, which was really helpful, like you say, within, you know, 15, 16 minutes to, to convey a, a relationship that's been going on for years is difficult. So when you have two people who can do that immediately, uh, it makes your job easier. Very cool. And just really quickly, Catherine, what are what are the rules? What what's the maximum length you can have on these shorts? You know, technically, you can have a short that's up to forty minutes long. I would say 
my personal rule is to keep it 15 or under. We pushed it a little with Posies at 16, but that's actually mostly that extra minute is for the credits. Um, anything over 20 is hard to place in a festival uh, just because there's only so many slots available. The longer mm-hmm. it is, the less you're going to get it. So I would aim between 10 and 15. And plus, when it's 15, you can show it twice in the one that's a half hour, huh? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody, uh, make sure to uh, check it out. It's uh, made its world premiere at uh, the L.A. Shorts International Film Festival. It's called uh, Posies, and we've been speaking with the co-directors R.H. Stavis and Catherine Fisher. Congratulations, you two, and uh, let's catch up on your next one. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. Sure, no problem at all. And, um, yeah, I've, it's funny, like those Oscar-nominated shorts over the years, uh, a lot of them... Because I always feel like on paper, it just leaves you wanting more. It's like 15 minutes. You know, like when I used to watch like The Sopranos, I'd always like pause it and think, oh, there's only a half hour left. And I'd pause it and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, there's only nine minutes left because I just love that show. And like every minute of it, it was like ticking down. But some of these shorts, they can really do it in 15 minutes. And it's just it feels like you sat through a two hour movie. All right. Open lines on the other side. Come on. Let's talk sports. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. 
with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. <laughs> must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. And we have open lines. 1-800-878-7529. Let's go to Michigan where we have Robert. What's going on, my man? Hey, Rick. Fine, fine. Thank you. Uh, I was at a uh, Estonian family wedding over the weekend. That was kind of fun. That was real fun. Interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, they, they they like to sing. They sang for their independence in, in the 1990s. But if you want to think about athletics, do you remember Erki Noll, who won the decathlon in, in the Sydney Olympics? He was an Estonian. Ah, I forgot about and that. They're kind of like uh, cousins of Finns. We can understand each other a bit, you know, with the languages and things like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, Beyond that, um, first off, I want to say also thank you for always taking calls. And, and, and I'm just a sports fan, an older guy from Michigan, and uh, maybe my stories are a little dated and all that. But that's when I grew up, and that's kind of how I evolved with my sports is, was quite as a youngster. And, uh, and I really appreciate what you do. And uh, I like your show because I, I graduated with an uh, arts degree, and I've lived that life. So when you have on actors and dancers and singers, and I, I, I understand that totally, and I love that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great combination for someone. I don't need just sports headlines. I can mm-hmm. get that anywhere. So mm-hmm. I find your show a lot more diverse. Oh, that thank way. you. Yeah. But anyway, if I just put a bow on, uh, on the Euro 2020, uh, I watch maybe 75% of the games. I, I really like the national teams and all that. And I think really football won. And if you flatten the story out, I think football won. And I say that because um, there were many cities involved. Uh, um, new teams became involved. Even like my fins budged up a little bit. Uh, uh, some of the big horses, you know, Germany had a disappointing team maybe compared to their other years in Holland and France and, and maybe Scandinavia bumped up a little bit and it seemed like there was no violence that I heard about really or anything like that so you know, I think football kind of won in the end well listen that continent 
was so ravaged by COVID-19 and the United Kingdom and Italy were two of the hardest hit places. So if anything, just getting fans back into the building and getting players playing without masks was really, you know, the first and foremost, the, the best part of it. Oh, it sounds like your phone's in your pocket again. Oh, my goodness. I hate that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't understand you. It sounds like you're the German kid in the chocolate pipe in the chocolate factory. Oh, Rick, I'm so sorry. All right. I think you said another day. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I don't know what it is about the connection or the phone, and maybe it's us. I don't know, but... Yeah, it, uh, you sound fine, and all of a sudden, starts to sound like that. Thanks for the call and the nice words. Uh, appreciate it, Robert. Oh, by the way, the NBA Finals are going on. And thank goodness to the impartial fan that we actually have a series because the Bucks, of course, dropped the first two games in the Valley of the Sun, right? But last night at the, I think it's called Serve Forum, F-I-S-E-R-V, Fiserv. Did you get Moderna, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, or Fiserv? I got two shots of the Fiserv. I think that's what it is. But 120, 110, and the Bucks were led by Giannis, who had 40 points for the second consecutive game, 41 points. 13 rebounds, six assists, putting him in some very uh, amazing company for players who have done that in back-to-back games. But this time, what was different than game two? His teammates helped. Drew Holiday had 21 points, nine assists, five rebounds. Chris Middleton added 18, seven rebounds, and six assists. And then they held Chris Paul to 19. And just think about Chris Paul's 19 led the Suns in scoring. So defense and offense, they go hand in hand. But as I said, uh, by going 41 and 13 with Giannis, second player ever to go 40 points and 10 rebounds in consecutive finals games. The only other player, Shaq. Not too bad. And he did a lot of his damage in the paint. 24 points that he scored in the paint ties the record for the most in the last 25 years, which was uh, Shaq. And those numbers are extremely uh, impressive considering how much that he's playing, uh, considering that he's just in his first finals. But he has 103 points first first three games, which is fourth most all time behind only Rick Barry, who had 122. That's all time. Now, there was no three-pointer, too, which shows you what a stallion Rick Barry was. I'm named after him. Been on the show, too. Allen Iverson and Willis Reed. Of course, he played before the three-pointer. But if Giannis keeps doing this, they have a chance to win their first title since 1971. But I mentioned Chris Paul led the Suns. What about Aiton and Booker? Well... Listen, Booker has been great all postseason, and I guess he was due for a stinker. 
and this was it. He was ice cold. He was one for seven in the first quarter. And finishing up with just 10 points, he was three for 14. He took seven threes and only hit one. And he didn't even play in the half hour because he didn't play at all in the fourth quarter. And they just decided to, uh, Coach Monty just decided, I'm just going to rest him. Which is a lot to say. But when you're winning, you know, they end up winning by 20 points. Maybe it was, it was time. But, um, I mean, the Bucks they were just more physical. And it, it almost feel like to me like Phoenix was like, look, we're going to their place. They're going to win one, and this will be the one. It's almost like it was a fait accompli, like they decided, we're just going to go ahead and let them <laughs> win this one. But at least the Bucks answered the bell. It's like, do you want to you lose two games and then come here and lose in front of these fans? And so Phoenix has to, like, shake the cobwebs out of their head and say, okay, they were really tough. They pushed us around, and uh, now it's time to, uh, I mean, they call him the Greek freak for, for a, a reason. And as they showed in game two, you can let the Greek freak do whatever he wants if you shut everybody else down. Unless, what, is a guy going to score 55 points by himself? I don't know. But still, <clears throat> I think it's cool that we actually have a series because, you know, as I said, for me, this, this series does not ring. I mean, I'm not a huge NBA fan where I have to watch every game of every finals. I mean, I watch every Super Bowl. I watch every World Series. But when it comes to the indoor sports like the Stanley Cup, I'm not going to lie and say I watched every Stanley Cup finals game. I'm glad the Habs at least didn't get swept. They almost did. Uh, I'm not going to say, oh, I have to watch every single one of these games. But I can tell you I'm much more interested now. <laughs> much, much more interested. And it will get even better if we can uh, <clears throat> get it tied. Now, then again, you know, like, who do I want to see win the game? You know, because I think what's weird is that when Chris Paul was so good in game one and game two, everyone just kind of decided, well, you know what? Chris Paul, it's his time. Now he's finally going to win his finals. And it's like, uh, you know we have a long way to go here, right? I mean, you know, like, if this thing isn't over. I think if they were up three love, then I think you can start having that conversation. If it's three love. <laughs> but everybody was already just to hand it to him. And if the Suns do win game four, then I think, yeah. I mean, it'll probably be over. Um, one more basketball note from LeBron James, who, by the way, is on the Smartless podcast. I got to hear that. That's the one with Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes. But if there was any doubt that LeBron James was going to leave the Lakers when he becomes a free agent in two years, um, he revealed on that Smartless podcast, it's making sport news. And what do you think? Why is he doing that? Because he's promoting Space Jam, a new legacy. I didn't even see the first Space Jam. I remember one guy was so offended when I was in 95.7 The Game. We talked about sports movies, and I had never seen the Mighty Ducks. And I thought I was too old for him. I was in my 30s. Why would I see Mighty Ducks? And then I never saw Remember the Titans. I had no interest in seeing a, a high school football movie. It's just, you know, Denzel's the head coach. I had so many regrets about watching any given Sunday, the Oliver Stone one, where they just shake the camera 100 miles per hour and you want to throw up. But anyway, he said on Smartless, 
quote, I truly hope that I can finish my career with the Lakers, however many years that is. If it's four, five, six, whatever, seven, I hope to continue to play the game. I love being in L.A. My family loves being in L.A. Being with a historical franchise like the Lakers is something. It's like me being in Space Jam. I never thought it would be possible. You think about Kareem and Magic and Wilt and Jerry West and Elgin Baylor, Kobe, Shaq, all of them, the list goes on. Talking about Space Jam or Lakers? Oh, Lakers. Um, yeah, I never saw Space Jam, but that was Michael Jordan and Daffy Duck, from what I guess. Is Steph in the new one? Do we know? He's not in the new one. Is Clay? Clay is, but Steph isn't. Huh, that's weird. Uh, but here's the thing LeBron's 35. You're going to play seven more years? You're going to play until you're 42? I mean, if anybody can do it, I mean, the guy is a built and acts like a tank. But, I mean, the unibrow is only 28, and you had another star in there. Remember, he wants to play with Brawny, too. LeBron James Jr., he's a sophomore at Sierra Canyon High School where he heads line a basketball team where Drake and Michael B. Jordan sit courtyard, uh, courtside, I should say, to watch. But when he's a free agent, he'll be 38 years old, and um, who knows? Will he go back to the Cavs a third time when he's 38? That would be interesting, I'll say that. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Bar. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla? Is that what you're telling me? This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Hey, 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 thank you for that. Uh, by the way, tomorrow on the this, on this show, Nastya Lukin, gold medalist gymnast, one of the best uh, gymnasts in uh, world history. Pretty cool to have her. She was in studio years ago, but uh, we'll have her on the horn tomorrow. Uh, one more thing from the draft, when you talk about a stretch, and I didn't know who's a stretch or not. I do know that Henry Davis was not supposed to be number one overall, but the Royals at seven took the high school pitcher Frank Mozicato from Connecticut. Mozicato. Every other draft had him in the low 20s. I should say the late 20s, 26. And what happened was in the state championships in Connecticut, he threw four consecutive no-hitters. And so I think what this is was that the Royals were like, um, maybe the – look, he was already going to be a first-round pick, but <laughs> get them while they're hot, huh? Four consecutive no-hitters. I remember there was a Connecticut high school team that had um, Jesse Hahn and um, Stephen Matz. They were on the same team. And I thought, how do you go up against that? Um, but still, I mean, a high school no-hitter is great, but 
that this kid just turned 18. He's lanky. They said he has no muscle on him, but that he already throws in the 90s. But how do you go, as a high school player, how do you go from 26 overall, basically 19 spots up to seven? You become a top 10 pick. How about throwing four consecutive no-hitters? And not just against, you know, butthead high, but in the state championships, which is uh, not too shabby. I like it. All right. Um, and, of course, the Max Muncy thing will continue. Is it better to have the same name as somebody famous or not? I kind of feel like it is in a way, like we'll remember you more. <laughs> it's like Tim Brown of Yahoo Sports. Oh, he's there now? Not different, Tim Brown. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pack time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.